You're listening to Dumb Down Tech, where we break down tech concepts and we go back to the basics. We are back again today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Naomi Church, and I'm an educational consultant with Growing Minds Consulting. It's great to have you on today. So now tell us a little bit about how you use technology in your professional and personal life. So I help teachers to make learning more equitable and inclusive. And so a lot of that happens through the use of technology. We've found that typically learning and education in general can be inaccessible to some learners. If we think about traditional textbooks, right, it can be difficult for a lot of learners to see it or if they're reading below grade level or if they struggle with attention. But with taking a lot of that online, which a lot of teachers have had to do in the past year, then we can do all kinds of fun things like being able to blow up the text to make it easier to see it. We can use screen readers to be able to hear it, whether students have a visual disability or if they are just reading below grade level or if they just learn better by listening to it. So we look at learning management systems like Canvas, where you can put all of the content inside on pages, and then we can use screen readers, change background contrast to make it easier to see and read, and basically put in other ways to represent the content. So instead of just text, we can then use pictures and links and videos and audio. And how do you use technology in your personal life? I have just recently discovered um, Buffer for managing my social media and Calendly for managing my schedule. And these are pieces that I didn't realize were going to make such an impact on productivity. And they do, especially with going into educational consulting where I have a lot of different time zones in play and a lot of different things that technology keeps me on track with everything. That's amazing. So now what new technology have you seen come out that has helped your business? Ooh, I mean, really the buffer and the Calendly has been huge for me. I just recently moved my website over to Squarespace. So that was really neat because you don't have to be like a back-end coder to be able to have a decent website. So that was really neat to be able to pull that in. Also, and this sounds like so basic, but Zoom, I work with students and teachers and not everybody is local. So with the use of Zoom, I'm able to meet with the district in California and then an hour later talk to folks in, you know, Maryland. So it's neat. Now, what new technology have you seen school districts start using? 
So a lot of school districts went to learning management systems, Canvas, Blackboard, Schoology to really manage their content and be able to reach students when they're not in the classroom. But we found that just having the technology tool isn't enough, that they need to know how to use it and how to use it to reach students. And so other than the actual learning management systems, then a lot of tools with engagement. So stuff like Kahoot and quizzes where we can gamify assessment and practice to keep students engaged with it. Now, how do you see technology changing for your business? And also, how do you see technology changing for school districts in the future? I think that we've learned a lot over the past year when schools and teachers were forced into a lot more technology usage. And I think it's really important that we don't let everything that we've learned go away just because students are back face-to-face in classrooms. We've learned that we can take advantage of the accessibility features in online learning, and that shouldn't go away just because kids are physically sitting there. If they learn better by listening, they should be able to stick their earbuds into a computer and listen to the text. If they need the contrast color or to blow up the text, they should be able to go over to a device and do that. So I'd like to see these things that sort of happened more organically over the past year continue to grow. We've seen the engagement increase with tools like Kahoot and quizzes where we can gamify learning and we can continue to use that in face-to-face classrooms to get kids excited about learning and want to be there. Yeah, like we've seen Zoom really explode over the past year. Is there something you think that will come to be a technology in the future? I can't think of any examples to give you, but Technology is always changing, so maybe you have ideas about something that might come to be in the future that would help students. Ooh, I don't really know. Anything that I could have thought of kind of has come out, and they've really been doing and using. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing wrong with that. What are some of the pros and cons for students using technology? Ooh, the... I'm going to start with the pros. They're definitely the accessibility piece is huge, but beyond just base level accessibility, like learning preferences. So we know that everybody has preferences and how they acquire information. For example, if I need to learn how to do something, I'm probably going to watch a YouTube video instead of reading an article because that's how I like to learn. Some people just give them the article or the reading and they're done with it. And so then we're able to use the technology then to give people what they need in the way that they need it or to put out a buffet of options and be like, you can learn it in a way that works best for you. If you need to watch the video and read the article and use this virtual simulation and click around, you can do that. So we can give all of these options that weren't really possible without the tech. And then some of the 
drawbacks then are sometimes the skills learned using the technology, like some of the math or reading specific programs, sometimes the the kids cannot generalize those skills outside of the tech. So they can do it in the program. And then when you present it to them outside of that, the skills not really there. So we really have to look at how to cross those over. Awesome. Now, is there anything else you'd like to add as we're getting ready to wrap up the episode today? So there's a framework called Universal Design for Learning. And this has been around for a little bit, but a lot of people still haven't heard of it, even in education. And it actually shows up in public policy and legislation. It shows up in the Every Student Succeeds Act, which replaced No Child Left Behind. And this universal design for learning framework is all about making learning inclusive and equitable. So these things that we may have only traditionally done for students with disabilities or for students who are struggling, we can actually do them for everybody to make learning better for everyone. And so this is a great spot for teachers and for parents to go in and explore and look at what those components are because you can apply UDL at home with kids. You can apply it in a classroom and basically it's applicable for all learners, not just kids. Good stuff. And then as we are wrapping up, just leave your contact information in case anyone wants to reach out to you. All right. So my website is growingmindsconsulting.com and you can find more about me and what I do and how I work with schools and what conferences I'm presenting at. And then you can also find me on Twitter at growingmindsk12. Well, thank you for coming on and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We have enjoyed you listening today and we'll be back again next week. Today's Dumb Down Tech was sponsored by Corporate Design Solutions. To learn more, please visit their website at corpdesignsolutions.com or feel free to give them a call at 702-350-1000.